From the Race Across America studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. We're on the line with Executive Director Rick Bothling, joining us from Oceanside. Rick, thank you very much for taking the time. I know it's very busy out there right now. Uh, it's always always a pleasure, George. Always a pleasure. You know, it's really strange. This is the only the second start I've missed since '09. That's yeah, we kind of miss you out here. Everyone uh, has been asking, where's George Thomas? Why is he not racing? And is he still going to announce at Raw? And I said, yes, he's going to be there, but no, he is not racing. <laughs> so you're going to have to fix that next year. I'm intending to. <laughs> good, so, good. Well, let's get into the 2018 race. You've got a lot of great riders out there. Raw solo field is huge this year. Um, what are you kind of most looking forward to of the 2018 race? You know, I, first of all, I love putting on the race. So, you know, you work all year basically to, for these two, three weeks. And, um, you know, the thing that I enjoy most, I kind of enjoy it in stages. It's really fun to watch everyone arrive at Oceanside after all the work they put in to get here, the excitement, everybody's so much energy, fun. Um, and then you know, there's nothing better than the finishes. I mean, they're every single one is amazing. So, um, the entire event is really what I look forward to. And I look forward to most having, you know, a bunch of people from around this country and out of this country get to come and take part and see what a big, wonderful country we have. Some of the luminaries that are competing this year. Of course, we've got Christoph Strasser back, uh, just some of the names from the male field to kind of keep an eye on. Well, you're going to have, of course, Christoph. You know, he'll always be the shining star. But uh, Ralph DeVisicourt from Luxembourg um, is also, he had a really great race his rookie year and experienced some typical rookie problems. And so, you know, returning races almost always improve. So I'd look for him being at the top. Um, Michael Conti, of course, who had an accident a few years ago, um, but was having a great race up until Colorado. Um, I'd look for him being strong up there. Um, you know, and, and the crazy thing about solo Ram, of course, is there's a lot of races we don't know, and it just takes little things to go right or wrong for any of those racers to have a great race or a bad one. Um, so I, I think it's going to be an interesting field, you know, Christoph kind of sets, sets the tone for everybody, but you know, he's had bad races too. Um, but I'd expect him to be up there of course in the top one, two. Um, but I'm sure there's someone sitting in that field that we don't know that will, that will be incredible. And let's see in the women's field, you've got Shauna Hogan back a couple of really strong in the uh, 50 plus always good to have her at the start. Yeah. So, you know, it's great of course, to see Shauna back again, um, the most winning solo racer in Ram history. I mean, she's, she's always incredible. Um, but so that the story with that is, so Kathy Roche Wallace set the 50 to 59 record or broke it. And then Shauna broke it back a couple of years ago. And now they're both racing this year. So, uh, does someone take the record away from another? Um, I, either way, I look for that to be a great race. And then of course you have Nicole Rice from um, Switzerland who won it a few years ago and she's back. So, you know, not a big women's field, but a certainly a talented one. And I would say any three of them have a really good chance at winning. How about teams that are standing out to you? 
Well, you know, teams are always tricky because I don't know every single team racer. I follow them and, and learn as much as I can about them. Um, I think the two-person team, TT Endurance, which is Mark Pattinson, who we all know is a solo racer, um, is racing with an excellent, excellent, uh, I think he's a pro or ex-pro racer. Um, so those guys should be screaming fast. Um, I look for them to challenge that two-person record for sure. Um then, of course, we have Team Beamer, who has raced to several different four-person teams in the past and chased and been very close to setting those records. Now they're here as an eight-person team with a pretty stacked and loaded team. So I think they're going to be chasing hard for the eight-person record. Um, and as you know, records, everything has to go right, no matter how talented you are. Your crew has to be right. The weather has to be right. The route has to be right. So given all those things, if things fall into place for those two teams, I could see records being broken. Um, you also have kind of a really interesting team in Team C to C, which is a tandem team, four of which are blind racers. So you have four four captains who can obviously see, and then four stokers who are blind, which is um, a very unique configuration. We've never had that before. Um, so that they should be really fun to see out there as well. So, Rick, you were just talking about weather. Uh, I know the Mississippi can always throw some things at us, but uh, are there any storms or anything that you're seeing, or is it looking like pretty decent weather? I was ticking to, talking to Vic Armijo a little earlier, and it looks like the desert's actually going to be very nice. Yeah, you know, it's always hard to say. I mean, forecasts are forecasts. They, they're guessing, basically. But, you know, the, the desert has been fairly reasonable. Um, you know, last couple of years the solos and raw races have had pretty good weather in the desert. The teams have just got beaten down, um, on their starts. Um, Arizona has been pretty hot. Um, of course we have the fire in Durango, um, which fortunately is about 10 miles from the route as I understand. And, um, hopefully it stays there. Um, the biggest issue with that right now is air quality. Um, you know, just smoky, dirty air. But the fire, I think, will be okay um, as far as we're concerned. Certainly not for the people who live near it. Um, I haven't heard much about the, the Midwest and East, but, you know, Mississippi River and rainstorms are always always an issue out there. Um, so I think, I think we're going to run into a pretty typical Ram year, um, probably get some, get some crappy rains out East, and hopefully the Mississippi doesn't flood, but that's... That's a that's a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rick, can you kind of go through the schedule with us from this point on? What happens tomorrow, Monday, and then Tuesday, things get underway? Yeah, so basically what we're doing today is we opened up our offices and kind of got set up. Um, about half of the raw racers and half of the Ram solo racers are checked in and getting their vehicles and racers ready for the road. Um, the rest will come tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we start vehicle inspections, bike inspections, uh, crew chief meetings, which we kind of address anything on course right now. Um, we also address any route changes, uh, any questions that any people have last minute. Um, so we do that both on Sunday and Monday. Monday we have our big racer meeting, which we do racer introductions and basically kind of give everyone a pat on the back and, you know, get them on the road. Tuesday, the raw racers and solo Ram solo racers start. Um, and so that's kind of the, the first big day. 
And then we take Wednesday off kind of in the office. We at, we're open for two hours just to get a few teams through here. Um, but we start all over Thursday, Friday with the exact same schedules. And then the teams, the Ram teams start Saturday. Um, both starts are at noon Pacific time and, uh, they'll be live streamed. So the best place to catch those is Facebook. Um, we'll be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So you can kind of catch all those things going on and, um, hopefully provide some pretty good content and people can follow along. And you've got an expo going at the start this year, correct? Yeah, we're going to have a little small expo this year um, to try it out, get a get a feel for what's going on, and um, we hope to expand on that greatly next year, actually. Um, we've been putting some feelers out. I think we'll have a few vendors down here. Of course, we'll have our store down here. Um, so it should be kind of, a, kind of a new feel to the start this year. And again, it's kind of a test and trial year. Um, and look forward to next year being hopefully bigger and better. So what's the life of Rick? You've got a super busy week. And then what happens once the teams go away? So Rick, so my life is quite entertaining. Usually I (laughs) kind of spend my days running around doing whatever needs to be done, whether it's setting up meetings, setting up our store, um, getting ready for press conferences, um, et cetera. Um, and that includes, you know, sweeping the floors and running to get lunch. Um, so basically I kind of do that every day long. I mean, all of our staff is up early and works late, um, every day. And then, so after the team start on Saturday, we, well, me and my father are the last people out of Oceanside. So we basically wrap up all our equipment here, load it into our truck and trailer and we follow about the first oh, 100 miles of the course or so. And then we jump on the interstate and drive straight to Annapolis. We do that drive in about two and a half, three days, and then set up everything out there. Um, and then, of course, I get to see your lovely face, and we spend a few days on the dock together. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, that is still one of my favorite times of the year. I absolutely love the Ram finish. You know, it, it's fun. Annapolis is a great host city. It, it's beautiful out there as long as we don't get a crazy rainstorm. Um, but yeah, and it's great, you know, and it's great spending five days with you out announcing. I mean, there's there's nothing like welcoming people at the finish. It's a pretty special thing. And as you've known, you've finished Ram and Raw in about every way you can. And, um, you know, it never gets old. It doesn't because every finish is a special finish. Couldn't agree more. Well, Rick, it's great talking with you. Uh, Hopefully we can check in with you some throughout the race. Are there any uh, streaming sessions coming up tomorrow? Any press conferences or anything that we can tune into? We won't have anything tomorrow. Tomorrow's mostly focused on the inspections and getting racers ready to go. Um, The first press conference will be Monday at 9 a.m. And that will be raw. And then Ram Solo will follow follow it right after. So probably about 9.45, 10 o'clock for Ram. And then Thursday, we have the Ram team press conference. Um, So it should be pretty fun. Um, I recommend watching these teams and racers are really interesting. I mean, they, they do a lot of cool stuff and they all have a great story. So it's worth worth checking it out and where do we follow along the name of the facebook page for both ram and raw and the websites so you can follow the race on race across america and race across the west on facebook 
You can follow it at Race Across America on Instagram, Ram Races on Twitter. Uh, the, the website to follow is rammedia.com, although most the best coverage is social media, and you can get to the live tracking and live results via our regular websites, racecrossamerica.org and racecrossthewest.org. Click right on those. You can see, you can, you can watch the dots for two weeks. And uh, we know a lot of people do it. We hope lots more do it. It's pretty fun. Race Across America Executive Director Rick Bothling, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, George. And we'll catch up soon. From the Race Across America studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Ned Fulmer. And I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> I don't. We, <laughs> we talk to some experts. We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to, to go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST, A-cast, A-cast, A-cast recommends. recommends.